here's a message from Ken Lavica. You know when you have one of those days, well, I'm I'm having one of those days, and it's it's only noon, and it's a day already, and I'm I'm just Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. It's your lunch hour. I'm Ken LaVica with Chris Coquel, my rotund but also jolly fun friend. And we're here until 1 o'clock on ESPN 106.3. Coquel? Why you got to call me fat to start the show? Because you're in a bad mood, so now you got to point out that I'm fat. All right. I want to tell you about some things, and we have a lot to get to. We're going to be joined by Pat Rooney Jr., general manager, PBKC. He's going to host us next Thursday at night one of the NFL draft at the Paddock Restaurant at PBKC. But he's going to hang out with us, talk some Steelers, talk some Trevor Lawrence, because he is a proud Clemson alum. Um, but I am I'm just in it today. I just a funk, just can't get out of my own way can't break out of this funk and let me just explain because i i've got to think that a lot of you uh, know at least what i'm talking about I'm not the exact circumstances but you know it's only noon but i know that the rest of the day the day's already been bad the rest of the day is just going to be like walking through the muck i get to the office today and it, it, just a, a little background on that we for the last month have been told that we have to park our cars now here at the Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, our beautiful Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. We have to park our automobiles across the street. And on the sixth floor, the top floor, the floor that is open to the weather, the elements of the parking garage across the street. That used to not be the case. Now it is, and it's wildly frustrating. Okay? Sixth floor, top floor, only floor with no cover. And on a day like this where it's raining, where it's storming, that's really annoying. And oh yeah, it's on the sixth damn floor. So that's one, but that's fine. Used to it now. Realize I forget my bag. The backpack I carry all the time with all of my work materials, don't have it. Not here. Don't have any access to it today. That It's really annoying. So I'm frustrated already. Coquel, I walk to the front door of the ESPN West Palm offices. And uh, so because I know I'm my backpack, I don't have the key fob that's needed to get into the station, okay, to get into the office. So I'm ringing our doorbell. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to make sure everybody understands this. Tuesdays and Thursdays here at ESPN West Palm, uh, our entire staff is here. They're in the office. They work from home three days a week. Tuesday, Thursday, they're in the office, okay? They are at their cubicles. We are face-to-face, wearing masks, socially distanced, of course, but they're here. They're present, all right? Today, we have special guests. We have high-powered people, high-end people in our company, Good Karma Brands, that are in the office today. So everybody's dressed like it's a black tie affair or it's prom here as well. So everybody's locked in. Everybody's dressed to impress. Everybody's ready to make an impression. And there's me. I don't have the key fob to get in, so I'm pressing the doorbell. Press it once. Nothing. I stand there for two and a half minutes trying to give the people here that are here one of the two days during the week that they're here the benefit of the doubt that they're going to come answer the door. I heard the doorbell. There's flashing lights. You can't miss it in this office. Nobody comes. So two and a half minutes pass. Press it again. I text Coquel. Hey, I don't have the key fob. I'll explain later. Could you come open the door for me? No response from <laughs> Coquel. Ring the doorbell again. Nothing. Nothing. Another two minutes go by. Finally, I ring it a third time. And Christina Costanza, who you hear, uh, Josh Cohen on the home team, weekdays at 3 here on ESPN 106.3, she finally comes to answer the door. All right, so everybody's in here. Everybody can see the flashing lights. Everybody can hear the doorbell. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Took three doorbell rings. I bet that the high-end company people, if they rang the doorbell, people would come flocking, running, racing. Texts would be answered. But no, not Ken Levicka. He shows up one unfortunate moment where he forgets his bag, doesn't have his key fob, which has never happened before, by the way, and nobody's going to let him in. Nobody answers text because it's just Ken. No big deal. Just Ken. He can wait. He can stand out in the rain. That's fine. 
I was kind of hoping you would go home. Then I could I host the show. It. And then it could be Chris Coquel featuring Coquel. Thought about it. Thought about it. And I'm sure that's your, your long play for this. I'm sure that's why you didn't answer the text or go open the damn door for me. Yeah. But then I get a text from my wife. Now, I several weeks ago had a rat infestation in my home. I'm not proud of it. I feel gross about it. It sucks. But it's also a Florida thing. I felt better when I talked with people that have lived in Florida for quite some time, like I do, that have had rat problems before in their home. Because Florida is full of unsavory creatures that want to get into your home and make your life a living hell. Okay? So, I ended up, we did the whole thing. We called Pest Control Company. Uh, We got traps. We were killing rats. I mean, we were on a tear. Rat trap, rat trap, rat trap. Day after day after day. More dead rats, more dead rats. I'm feeling good. No, it's fine. I don't care. And we got rid of our problem, I thought. And then after all of this, my wife texts me. Coquel was in the studio with me as this happened. That, hey, we have another rat in the house. I just saw it go under the washing machine. And it set off a trap. And the trap didn't catch it. So now I'm in a spot where things are already going poorly for me. My teammates here, my dear, dear teammates at ESPN West Palm, can't bother to open the front door for me to get into the offices, to get into the studio, to do my radio show. After I forget my bag, but now I've still got a rat problem, apparently. Because this godforsaken state makes you feel like a dirt bag. So I've got a rat, all right? Apparently I've got a rat again. Oh, you don't trap have one doesn't rat. Catch you it. don't have one rat. No, 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 no. I, I caught sixteen rats. Uh, you probably got another sixteen. If you see no, one, I don't. The math they say is if you see one, there's sixteen behind the wall. That's not the math that they say. I we've made a lot of progress, but I thought we were done, and apparently we're not done. Okay, so I already feel like a dirt bag for having the rat problem, but also too because it's been raining, because it rained all of last night. When that happens, you know that that's where. The roaches start getting into the house. So sure enough, my wife hates roaches. Uh, she had a, a study done where she's apparently allergic to roaches. So anytime there's a roach, it's, ah, uh, there's a roach, there's a roach, go get it, go get it. So it's my job to go get it. If I'm not home, then it's a big problem. The roach is on the floor. There was a roach on the floor. And now we've got not only the rat, but the roach. And then there's lizards all over my house because my kids are leaving the door open. My, I, I am living... I am the most disgusting human being, or I feel like the most disgusting human being in the state of Florida. My home is Dr. Doolittle, except not fun (laughs) animals, terrible, disgusting rodent creatures, because it's Florida, and it sucks. And so this whole day has been blown up, because now, like, the things were already not going my way, but now the exclamation point is that my house is now peak Florida, and I don't know what to do, and I'm not going to be home until later, so I can't address the rat thing. I don't know why the trap didn't catch the rat. I don't know why we have roaches all over the place. I got to go and exterminate them at some point, apparently, and why the hell do we have 15 lizards in the house? Well, the good news. You want some good news? Sure. The lizards will eat the roaches, and maybe the rats will eat the lizards. I don't know if that part works, but I think the Aren't the lizards supposed to eat bugs? Lizards eat bugs. And I'm actually usually okay with them being in the house because they eat mosquitoes. They go after flies, things like that. I don't know if they're big enough to eat the roaches. Because roaches are gross. I remember when I I first moved to Florida and everyone's like, oh, it's a palmetto bug. I'm like, no, bro. No, that's a damn roach. roach. No, I know. I know. And I hear that a lot too. Oh, it's a palmetto bug. It doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, it might be a palmetto bug. They look exactly the same. Yeah, and I'm sure they do the same thing. And I'm sure your wife's going to say she's allergic to palmetto bugs. Yeah. Like whatever whatever the bug is. If it looks like a roach, it's a roach. All right. And they're not going to get offended if you can't tell them apart because they can't tell the difference. Okay. And neither of them die. Right. They don't die. You squish them and they like give you the finger and keep walking. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and roach spray. By the way, can we not call it roach spray? Because you can sit there and spray on it. It look, literally, they literally look at you and like, why am I wet now? And then right, walk away and go right. back with it, their friends. It, it literally throws the spray back at you, like spits it back yeah. at you, and says bleep off, and then goes in one of your cabinets and has roach babies. But the one thing I did not need today was the full Florida experience. Like I just, I did not need uh, to. On top of everything else that was happening, I was already frustrated. But now I've got the rat. I've got the roach. I've got the lizards. I I feel gross. Like, this is... So, I take a lot of pride, Coquel, in being a, a homeowner. I was not always a homeowner. I lived in a townhouse for a long time. But back in the fall of 2019, we made the leap, bought a home. I love the home. It's very, very nice. But also... It's very easy to have your home because we've got an older house. So, there's some cracks and there's some things like this. This was a home built in the 70s. Um 
animals get in. And in this state, in this godforsaken state, those things always want to get into your house. And now I find myself in a position, am I failing? Am I failing as the man of the household? Yes. The man who's supposed to keep my uh, allergic wife away from the roaches. As a man who's trying to keep ro- uh, rats out of the house. I never had a rat problem anywhere else I live. Not in Chicago. Not in Madison, Wisconsin. Not in Miami. But now that I, uh, I have a home for the first time, I've got a rat problem. I, I can't tell you how manly I felt when it was making a difference, when we were catching rats in the traps, disposing of the rats, saying, I'm doing this for my family because I'm contributing, because I'm a man, because I'm doing this. This is equity that I'm building in my household. This is what it's all about. I am a family man. But job's not done apparently and i don't want to go back to trying to catch rats i thought that i got rid of an embarrassing part of my life but now apparently it's back and i'm frustrated i'm wildly wildly frustrated how are you on catching the lizards because we have a little problem in my house with lizards getting in because i too have an older house and we live across the street from a preserve so like i walking the dog i saw a wild boar one day like we have like crazy animals Florida Everywhere. Florida is a seventh circle of hell. You have a wild... Those things are dangerous. Yeah, there's one like, in the they preserve. Will, they will come at you. It came out. I thought it was a bear at first, and then I figured out it was a boar, and me and the dog took off the What's other direction. What's worse, a boar or a bear? I don't know, but it was far enough away where we were safe. But I, I want to get back to the more dangerous thing. Is like, I don't want to touch the lizards with my hands, <laughs> so I get Tupperware. Do you grab <laughs> the lizards with your hands? Uh, you get Tupperware to catch your lizards. That's funny. Why, you pick them up? Um, so I don't... Or do you just let them live? I let them live because the lizards don't bother me. Now, if it's one of those big spiny ones, like that thing can't be in the house. Like that's like a dog. That's like having another dog. I don't need that. But if it's like one of the the tinier ones. Yeah, but the, some of the tinier ones are like thick and bigger than the other ones. <laughs> thick and beefy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my wife is petrified. Like, I don't know what. She wants to live in Florida a long time ago. I said, let's move to New York. Let's move to Vermont even because I don't like people. I was like, let's live in the middle of nowhere somewhere. <laughs> She wants to live in Florida, but she hates those lizards. And I don't really, I can't really find the balance. But and they're getting into her closet. Like right. She has a little closet. I get like a corner of the room. Yeah, I can put one way. box. Um, she gets a whole closet and they get in there and now she's scared and it's my fault. And I'm somehow responsible to catch them, but I don't want to touch them with my hands. It is funny you mentioned the closet thing because you and I are both kindred spirits. And I know why. Because of the closets. I, my closet, I get so little closet space. My closet's not even in my own bedroom. My wife <laughs> you has the, the kids closet. <laughs> yes. Because I was in the old house. In the apartment. When we had an apartment, I was, I, my closet was the baby's oh, closet. And not even a whole closet. Like all his stuff. I had like the yeah. one corner of the yeah. baby's closet. I had, uh, first it was daughter's bedroom. And now it's our extra bedroom that is my, uh, my closet. Yes. Yes, we are. We are kindred spirits. No, I don't catch the. Um, I don't catch the lizards. You know what my four-year-old does? She will pick up the lizards by the tail. My four-year-old will approach the lizards, and she's brave enough to pick them up by the tail. And they go, "Oh, so cute!" And then she'll bring them outside, put them in the dirt, or her in the dirt. Um, I want to make sure that I'm not offending the lizard community. <laughs> um, but but she handles that. The lizards aren't genuinely an issue. But like, I don't know. I I am embarrassed that I had a rat problem. Oh oh. Theo from WPTV, Theo Dorsey, the new He's here. Sports Is court. someone going to answer the I don't door? Know. He, just, he just rang so the door now. He rang the doorbell once. Let's see if he can get in quicker than uh, than Ken Levick, a host of Ken Levick Live, noon, midday here on ESPN 106.3. Let's see if we get the door answered quicker for him than it did for me. Not off to a good start, though. No. I so this it. is promising. Sorry, Theo, but I feel better about this that nobody's answering the door for him. Nope, nope, never mind. Running. Hey, someone's sprinting. Running. Sprinting to the door. All right. Jeff was I got, sprinting to the he literally was in a full out sprint to the door to I let got Theo here in. I got here at 10.30 today, 10.30 today, rang the doorbell three times, and then someone begrudgingly, Christina Costanza begrudgingly answered the door for me. You couldn't answer a damn text. Me pleading to be let into the offices, yet Theo Dorsey, who's worked in this company for like two seconds on the TV side, someone, a teammate of his, literally sprinted like Usain Bolt to the door to answer it for him. Man, he must be a star. And he doesn't even have, I'm looking at his Twitter bio, at Theo Dorsey TV. No mention of our company, too, and people are still sprinting around. I am. He's got a website with his name on it, nothing, nothing about our company. I am hmm. absolutely furious right now. I mean, that was a dead sprint. That Pull was out. a dead sprint. To get Theo in the door. And I like Theo, and Theo does valuable things for our company. But 
I've been with this company for for since 2007. What's the math on that? 14, 14 years. I'm not happy about this, though, because Theo's never here, and they're having a lunch right now, and I didn't want to tell Wait. you because you're on the air. They're, they're having a lunch. they put that out right now? They put it out during our show, and Theo came, showed up, and he's probably eating your sandwich. Ah! We got Manzo's because the bigwigs are here. Again, this doesn't happen when it's just you and me in the office, nope. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It happens Tuesday, Thursdays when everybody's in the office, okay? So, but today, the fine people of Manzo's brought a bunch of sandwiches. Which I'm so excited for because I thought, like, we'd be able to eat the lunch. So, they did. They waited until we got on the air yep. to put out Manzo's. Yep. So, you know what's going to happen is 1 o'clock is going to come when we're off the clock and all that stuff's going to be picked through. Yep, we'll have the leftovers. Whatever is left over. If there even is any, because they probably ordered enough for the office, and guys like Theo Dorsey come in, and they're just going to eat our sandwich. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's true. It's interesting that the TV people are coming through. Weird. You're right. I haven't seen any of them in the office in weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. What a bunch of nonsense, Sprinted, Sprinted to the door. Sprinted! I rang the doorbell three times, and then someone ambled to the door. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Feel free to commiserate with me. Now, this is complete, complete nonsense. Disres- and then, disrespect to your workplace. complete disrespect. And then, and then apparently, I, I, we joked about it yesterday. We joked about it yesterday, Coquel, but it's coming to fruition. We joked that because Trey Lance was having a pro day and the 49ers were there, we were going to see today on Big Entities, ESPN, Sports Illustrated. It, oh, Trey Lance, number three overall pick. He's going to go to the 49ers because the Niners were there, and that's what we do pre-draft is we make these amazing declarations off of knee-jerk reactions. But guess what? Sports Illustrated put out a mock draft yesterday. Trey Lance, Niners, Mike Greenberg, right before us here on ESPN 106.3. I think Trey Lance is going to the 49ers. <laughs> it happened. It happened. Why? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. We're live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Lavica Live. Here's Ken Lavica and Chris Coquel. I'm done. In a little All right, let's just go home. Let's wrap it up, Coco. Oh, and just like the river I've been Ken Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, anybody out in the kitchen, are you even listening in the office? You listening to the show? Could we, could we please have some Manzo sandwiches? Could you please give us some Manzo sandwiches? And you know all the There's good, no way there's chips listening. and cookies out there, too. They're, all the good ones are gone. We're going to get, like, Fritos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless Fritos is a partner, then they're my favorite. <laughs> I think you're in the clear on that. Ken Levick alive. He's Chris Kokel here on ESPN 106.3. A reminder that right after the show ends at 1 o'clock, go ahead and find the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Uh, and uh, that is where you get it wherever your podcasts. You get your favorite podcast. You subscribe to it. You're rated Ken Levick Alive featuring Kokel. You can listen commercial free. Uh, commercial free. Absolutely. Most of the time. Um, uh, and uh, so, again, we're going to have Pat Rooney Jr. He is the uh, general manager, PBKC, former congressman uh, here from the area, good friend of ours, long time ESPN 760 turned ESPN 1063. Not only friend, but also host. Uh, but he's going to hang out with us a uh, a little after 1245 because we are going to be at the paddock restaurant at the palm beach kennel club next thursday round one of the nfl draft and uh we'll be broadcasting six to seven uh from the paddock restaurant but uh, we'll have prune in here to uh, hang out with him and uh talk with him a little bit uh later on in the show but i am uh, and and then there's teammates there's teammates texting me while they know i'm on the air. like what is happening right now what is well, happening right now? This is the thing. I don't think they know that you're on the air. <laughs> Give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they know you're on the air. I don't think they know you have a show. It's amazing. We did. We we ran 7,500 promos in the week leading up to our debut on April 5th. And we're 12 shows in now, and people have just, everybody at ESPN West Palm has just forgotten. Forgotten that this show exists, that this is on. All right, let's talk about Trey Lance. Because this is driving me insane as well. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Justin Fields is probably having a worse day. Um, 
Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Think about how, how mad you are at the disrespect that you sat at the door for three minutes while people here sprinted to let Theo Dorsey from TV in. Justin Fields sat there and was the 1A prospect with Trevor Lawrence his whole entire life through the end of the season, and while nothing was going on, all of a sudden he's the fifth quarterback of the draft. Yeah, yeah. So we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. When the 49ers went to North Dakota yesterday for the second pro day for Trey Lance, Kokal, what did we say? We said that uh, it's going to be funny when all of a sudden – Trey Lance is speculated to go to the 49ers tomorrow when we jump on the air. Guess what happens? Guess what happened? 3 o'clock yesterday. The pro day had been over for all of 20 minutes. Sports <laughs> Illustrated's Connor Orr put out his latest mock draft. And guess who he had going to 3? Going at 3 to the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Was it Trey Lance? It was Trey Lance. Correct. It took 20 minutes. And that happened. But he threw a pass when he rolled out to his left and threw across his body to his right, which every high school kid I've ever coached can do in shorts with no one having well, pressure on him. I wanna, and this is what I want to ask you about. And I'm not trying to bury Trey Lance, but I, I am so... It, the, the pre-draft lead-up, the speculation, the knee-jerk reactions, I mean, it's just so predictable. And we fall for it every single year. Every single year year we fall for this because every time the 49ers have gone to a pro day during the course of this draft lead up the next day it's speculated they're going to draft that quarterback at three but is it us falling for it because these things seem to actually happen in the draft like these moves up the draft seem to like zach wilson the jets seem to be married to him because of what he did at the roofclaim.com boca raton bowl yeah like because he was the last guy to go. Why do these moves happen? Like, it's not just us falling for it. How do NFL personnel fall for it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. But this, this happens every single time. But then Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg, right before us. Greeny said, right before we got on the air, yeah, I think Trey Lance is going to be on the 49ers. I think the Niners are going to take him at three. Like, Mike Greenberg putting this out there and we're not talking he doesn't have a small radio show it's not like he's small time like we're, we're putting that out there but even the most the, the sharpest sports talk radio minds are just declaring yep trey lance going three to the niners but this was all so predictable when it comes to pro days coquel mm-hmm. when you watch these pro days okay and we uh watch these quarterbacks roll out there's no defenders it's just a receiver 45 50 yards down the field. Like what are we what are we gleaning from that? Like it couldn't most good average college quarterbacks perform drills like that on a regular basis? If you went down to a FAU practice as the voice of FAU and watched them work out in shorts, you could see them make every single throw that you're seeing. Yeah. I mean it's not and that's not a knock on FAU, it's not a knock. It's just they're in shorts throwing the football. They're Division One college quarterbacks throwing a football in shorts with no pressure, with no read, on a script. Not like, hey, let me make a last-second decision and throw this ball across my body. It's, okay, I practiced this for four weeks, and I'm going to pretend to jump to my left and then roll out to my right and do this thing that's not real, but I've now practiced the body motion, and then I'm going to throw across body to a receiver that I know where he is because we've worked on it for three or four weeks now. Right. Right, and I know that the 49ers went and they organized, the the story is they organized the workouts that uh, they put Trey Lance through yesterday. Like They came up with the workouts, but just because you're going to evaluate a quarterback, just because you're doing your due diligence doesn't mean that suddenly they're going to take the guy. But we continue to every single time the Niners see a quarterback declare, well, that's clearly who the Niners are going to take. That's clearly at number three who they're going with. We did it with Mac Jones. We did it with Justin Fields after pro day number two. And now we've done it with Trey Lance after pro day number two. Nobody knows anything. All I know is that Justin Fields, and we discussed it last week, and Todd McShay from Get Up, we played the audio. Mel Kuyper from Get Up, we played the audio. When they're saying, hey, the guy who's the most physically gifted quarterback in the draft is the kid from Ohio State, is Justin Fields, why can't we just trust that, yes, Trey Lance is good. 
He deserves to be in this discussion. But just because the Niners went to go see Trey Lance a week before the draft doesn't mean that Trey Lance is against FCS competition is suddenly better than Justin Fields. If I'm Kyle Trask, the UF quarterback, Gators quarterback, if I'm his agent, I set up a I find out where the war room is for the Niners, and that morning of draft day next Thursday, I set up a workout in the backyard. So now I've worked out for the Niners last, and I'm the third pick. Isn't that what it is? Whoever works out last for the Niners, they get to be the third pick. Yeah. So that's it. Just work out. For, me and you should go there and work out. I was going to say. We should go work out if for the that's, Niners. If that is legitimately <laughs> what what this is, yeah. Uh, good luck. Mac Jones. Mac Jones should absolutely call the 49ers and say, hey, next Wednesday, I'm having another pro day. Come out <laughs> Come and see me in Tuscaloosa. Come on. Doors open. Uh, coach. Go ahead and roll through, and let's have a pro day. Like I'm good with that. Let's make this happen. And uh, that's his play. That's his way to elbow into the number three pick. Is apparently that's how the draft. Works. You see the quarterbacks just lining up, and who can throw it last? Right. <laughs> Trying right. to get the last. What's going to happen is Mac Jones is going to schedule like a 10 a.m. pro day at, uh, next Wednesday, and then Justin Fields is going to say, "Oh well, actually, I'm going to be doing a virtual pro day at noon, and then uh, we'll have Trey Lance saying, "Oh, I'm going to go at two o'clock or three o'clock." Uh, nine Come look at me. Everything's virtual. Or come travel. Or send a coach. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. That the number. It's Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, and we are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 21 years of uh, uh, helping guide the students into sports professionals. That is what Dr. Jim Reardon does. That is what that program does. I've seen the success stories. I've met the success stories. There are so many of them, but it is the single most engrossing education you're going to get, the preparation you're going to go and get in an evolving sports industry. And it's not just me. It's not just me telling you this. The proof is there. The jobs are there. And I'm going to continue to tell you stories of the, the, the most prominent graduates, the most prominent people that have gotten their uh, MBA in sport management at FAU because this is a thing that works. I wouldn't be telling you about it if this wasn't the path that so many have used to jobs and lucrative jobs in the sports industry. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Who do you want me to go to first, Coquel? Let's go Damon and Delray. Damon and Delray. Damon, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Damon? Hey, my man. Congratulations on your show, first of all. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man. You and I have had some good conversations sure. on the other show. Yeah. Good heated debate. Not heated, but respectful debate. No, respectful. Debate. Absolutely. Yeah. Damon, you know I got love for you. Oh, same here, brother. Congrats from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, you're going to do great. Hey, listen, about the, you know, you ever notice that these quarterbacks, and you guys were saying it in so many words, they're all about even as far mm-hmm. as physicality, sure. physical abilities. I mean, the greatest, one of the greatest physical specimens ever, a guy that could throw the ball 70 yards on his knees. Six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds was Jamarcus Russell. Right. So if he just wanted to, if he just wanted to go by arm strength, this that, there you go. He should have been, you know, an all time Hall of Famer. Uh, there's a couple of things from my, you know, from what I remember back in the day. There's one throw that they do, Ken, and you're right. Any the third guy, the walk on on University of Miami or Florida could complete all those drills, those pass routes they yep. run. I yep. mean, the you know the four string guy could do that. But there is a throw. It's that sideline throw, okay? Like sure. on a screen pass sure. or on a quick out. Yeah. That separates them a little bit, okay? But as far as, you know, as far as you guys are saying, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it, like, what I like to look at, I'm sorry. Kat, no, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Damon. No. What I would, if I was a GM, what I would look at other than, listen, Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, is John Elway, okay? I mean, and I don't say that lightly, all right? Because I'm a Marino guy. I'm a Miami fan, born and <laughs> raised down here. Sure. I, no, really, man. I mean, that kid there is, is scary. But you're right. You know, nine out of the ten teams they play, his receiver is a five-star recruit that's got three yards on the guy trying to cover him. But what I would try and do if I was a GM is look for the Tony Romos. Look for these guys that play like 1A or like, you know, um, non uh, you know non power five conferences like a Brett Favre. I know that it's like, yeah, find a Brett Favre. Good luck with that. But, you know, like Brett Favre played for Southern Miss 
but he tore Florida State up. Look for somebody like that, you know. Look yep. for somebody that has the basic abilities, but you know when they played up in competition, you know they they, yeah, they got and, the job and done. Damon, and they stepped I, I, up, and, you know. and Trey Lance has played the the FBS competition, and I'm not trying to to disrespect Trey Lance at all, but. I look at Justin Fields and the style of quarterback play. Justin Fields plays that and runs a four four forty and played yeah. uh, in the Big Ten. Like for me, yeah. I, I just. But my my biggest issue is as fans, we sit here and we watch the highlights from Pro Day. What are we looking at? Like, what can we? What can <laughs> Joe Fan glean from that? Like, yeah, oh, that's my yeah. guy. I, I, oh my just, God, he hit him. He's wide. Yeah, he hit him in stride. Yeah, exactly. It's not even a seven on seven. It's just a, a exactly. quarterback and a receiver. Yeah. And every time the Niners go to a pro day, all of a sudden that's going to be their quarterback. Appreciate the call, Damon. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero ESPN. Metalik's in Port St. Lucie. Hey, Metalik. Hey, what's up, Ken? Uh, congratulations. Thanks, I hope bud. you're here forever. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. And I hope next year we could talk some football, World Cup coming. Yes, but, um, we will. But my question to you is, what happens if uh, Sam Donner doesn't work out in Carolina? Well, they're going to have to go a different direction. And I, I think that the Panthers... It's interesting what they're going to do in the draft. I don't think now they're going to pick a quarterback. They were going to be a threat. Now they're not a threat to take a quarterback, but they're now a threat, and I'm assuming you're sort of putting it in the context of the Dolphins. They are a threat to potentially, I would think, move up and maybe go get a guy like a Kyle Pitts or a Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. And they were there's a report yesterday, uh, Pro Football Talk put it out there, that an NFL network that the Dolphins potentially were considering trading back again if something happened in front of them and I for me mentally I want Kyle Pitts as a Dolphin if it looks like Kyle Pitts is not going to be there though I think the Dolphins depending on who it is could still trade back and get a Devontae Smith who uh, I mean it's it's pretty obvious that they like and they've seen him a lot in this offseason but the Panthers are interesting but they are out of the market unless something stunning happens they're not drafting a quarterback they're riding with Sam Darnold this season Wow. All right. Thanks for the comment. Appreciate it, Mental Lake. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Yeah, they're going to do the thing where they're going to build around them. They've invested now the yeah. second and the fourth, and they feel like they got a guy who's 23 years old. We forget that Sam Darnold is sure. only 23 sure. years old, and if he's not too broken, he has all the tools. So they have Robbie Anderson, who we had a big season with him. Right. They have McCaffrey. Now, if they can get a tight end or even a Penny Sewell to protect him because he's never really had an offensive line, they're going to go all in offense in the first two rounds, I think, the Panthers. And it, you mentioned the tools around him. Like that's the, that's the thing we heard immediately after the, the trade happened with the Jets is, well, yeah, he had nothing to work with with the Jets. They got rid of his top target, Robbie Anderson, so now they're going to reunite him, but they also have McCaffrey. They have everything around him. See what he does with... A, a competent coaching staff, at least what we think is a competent coaching staff under Matt Rule, and with everything surrounding him, Joe, so Joe Brady there too as the OC. Yeah, exactly. like that's, they want to build spot. around him. And if it doesn't work, then next year, yeah, they're probably, depending they, on how the season goes, they'll be in the market for a quarterback. With the fifth-year option, they have for two years on a reasonable price tag. So they can play him this year, sign him for the fifth-year option, yeah. and then draft the quarterback next year, let him sit under Sam because all accounts, he's a good teammate. I mean, Joe Douglas is raving about him out the door. Yeah. So, like, all accounts, he's a good teammate to be around. He's not a bad guy to have. I guess what I'm trying to say, though, when it goes back to Trey Lance in these pro days, is do not fall into the trap of just reacting to these knee-jerk predictions because the team who has the third pick in the draft, where the draft is really going to start, saw that guy the day before. We've done this all draft cycle. And Trey Lance, great story. He'll go in the top 10. Is he going to go number three? Doubtful. Doubtful. For me, Justin Fields is the guy. That's the guy that fits the system. That's the guy who's the most dynamic. That's the guy with the arm, with the 4-4-40 that had a great season two years ago, and just because he had two bad games last year, suddenly he has a target on his back. That, to me, Justin Fields is the guy. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. There is an MVP in the NBA, and he is on a team that will not sniff a championship. Who is it? We'll discuss him next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Welcome back on this Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. And again, subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and rate the podcast, and it'll be ready for you, gift-wrapped every day just after 1 o'clock. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, if you want to continue to jump in on some of this quarterback talk. Again, Trey Lance, because the Niners saw him yesterday, uh, he apparently is going three to the Niners. Because every time the Niners have gone to a pro day, uh, that quarterback has been the one that's going to go to San Fran. Real quick before we get into who is clear-cut NBA MVP, it's not even a question unless you just give him the trophy today. Uh, just to expand a bit, Coquel, on the Dolphins conversation, because uh, former Eagles president Joe Banner, former ESPN analyst Joe Banner, was on Twitter last night um, vociferously tweeting that the Dolphins overpaid to go to six. They overpaid from 12 to 6. They overpaid the Eagles. They gave up the two firsts, and they gave up a bunch. And by bunch, uh, I'm assuming he means the fourth-round pick. I didn't know that was a bunch. But they but didn't give up two firsts because they, they got one back. Exactly. So it's a swap, and Ex- they gave up one. Exactly. So uh, I, I suppose that's in the eye of the beholder, but you're right. Like If you... If you have a first round pick and you move up to get another first round pick, like that's not you're not giving up two first round picks in that spot. Um, but the Dolphins may have overpaid to go up to six, but if that allows them to get Kyle Pitts, okay, and again, I think that's probably the target. I think that that's the guy you want. That's the guy who helps Tua most quickly. Is a big tight end who's going to go out and catch everything around him. If you happen to overpay with a pick when you still have five first-round picks over the next three drafts, no one remembers the overpaid, if that's indeed what happens, right? If things work out the way you think they're going to work out, overpaying doesn't matter, especially with the draft equity you have. And it's not like they just overpaid to move up and these were two separate moves. These deals happened simultaneously Mm -hmm. and were decided. So what the Dolphins really did was get a first-round pick to move back three spots. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what they did. Right. And they're honestly still in a spot where if Pitts does go four, they can still move back because the quarterback group is going to want to go. They may be able to right. add another first and some and still get a receiver in that 10 range. Yep. Because there is that bunch of receivers that are all thought of as the same yep. amount. Yeah. So if Pitts goes four, you have the tackle and the quarterback still there. Penny Sewell and all the rest of the quarterbacks will still be there. That stuff, exactly. Exactly. They're, right. in a, they're in a prime spot in the draft. That's the thing, and that's why And I the, the comment that, that Joe Banner made that the Dolphins overpaid to go up to 6 from 12 with the Eagles was right after. It was in reaction to the NFL Network report that the Dolphins were considering moving back. But you're exactly right. If things don't go to plan and Kyle Pitts gets taken, and uh, when you, uh, Cincinnati is the threat in that spot. Um, because you think Atlanta is probably going with a quarterback. Uh, Cincinnati would be the team. And I, and I honestly think they're taking the lineman. I think after what I happened, think Penny to, yeah, after what happened to their quarterback last year, when you're when you're when you're big time first pick of the draft quarterback gets hurt, you want to protect him. Yeah. And you have an all time projected prospect who was before this run on quarterback started was thought of. Should they take him over yeah. a quarterback? He was the guy. So like, why wouldn't they take that left tackle for the next right. bunch of years? Even if you have to play him at guard for two years. And then make him your left tackle for the next decade after that. And say you're say you're you move back to ten. Like you're going to get in Joe Banner's world a first round back. Nine, the Broncos want a quarterback. Uh-huh. You can there's places you can go. At nine at, or ten, you're going to get either, I would think. I, I I'm beginning to think Jamar Chase is the first wide receiver that gets taken. Um but Waddle and Smith are probably going to both be there at nine or ten. At yeah. the very least, one of them is going to be yep. there. And I think the Dolphins are comfortable with either. One of those, if they don't get Kyle Pitts at six. And they can sit. They're also now at a spot in six with their draft capital where if it works out where they only have to move up one spot, they don't have to give up so much. So say Pitts is still there and the Bengals don't want him, the Dolphins can then move up and say, hey, we'll give you a second round or a third round. We're only right. moving up one. We promise we're not taking your guy. Right. Tell us who your guy is. That's not who we're taking. We want Pitts. You want Sewell. They can move up for less. Exactly. And I'm not I'm not trying to to bust on, on Joe Banner, and I got into a little bit of a back and forth with him. The Dolphins probably did overpay 
a bit. But was it excessive? Absolutely not. Was it regrettable? No way. And especially, especially if Kyle Pitts is going to be there. Real quickly, because I do want to go ahead and declare the NBA MVP, I'm going to read you these numbers. In the month of April, Coquel, this player, 40.7 points per game. Uh, he is 72 of 143 from three. 49 points last night on 14 of 28 shooting in a win over the 76ers, and he's on a team that has no business even being in any sort of playoff discussion right now, and that is Steph Curry. The Warriors are going to probably get into the play-in tournament in the West because Steph Curry is going through one of the most elite runs of any play we've ever seen in the NBA. I'm talking MJ, I'm talking LeBron, I'm talking Wilt, I'm talking anybody, any era. What Steph Curry is doing with his three-point shooting, the way he is dragging the Warriors to the finish line, he is unquestionably the MVP of the league. It's just not a discussion, and you can wrap it up now. There's not enough season in my mind for anybody not Joel Embiid, not your guy, Julius Randle, not LeBron. There is nobody who is going to take the MVP trophy away from Steph Curry. And if you can't enjoy what he's doing and you haven't checked out what he's doing, that's on you. And you need to start because this is elite of the elite in any sport at any time what Steph Curry is doing. Next Thursday is round one of the NFL draft. Myself and Coquel have a little bit of a field trip. We're going to be headed to PBKC, the Paddock Restaurant. We'll be broadcasting live. That's right, you're getting another hour of us next Thursday. Deal with it. 6 to 7 here on ESPN 106.3. And our old friend, not literally old, sorry about that, Pat, um, but a man I've known for a long time, our good friend, Pat Rooney Jr. He is the man in charge. He is the general manager of PBKC, and he is back where he belongs in front of an ESPN West Palm microphone. And he joins us next to talk to us about Thursday to congratulate me on this new venture, of course. And also, because he's a proud Clemson alum, we're going to talk some Trevor Lawrence. Pat Rooney Jr. coming up next. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like... Hey, tomorrow here on Ken Levick Alive, we are going to be starting Know Your Draft. It is your chance to hang out with Coquel and myself next Thursday, 6 o'clock, the Paddock Restaurant, PBKC, for their NFL Draft Party. Next Thursday, first round of the NFL Draft, and a man who will be there, the man in charge. And it is so good to see this guy because it has been an awful long time, and Things have come full circle because Coquel all the way back, and I don't even know if uh, if he remembers this, but 2007, I believe it was, him and I did a day two draft show from City Place in front of about five people drinking beers. <laughs> uh, but the the general manager of PBKC, it's Pat Rooney Jr. with us here on ESPN 106.3. Prune, good to see you, man. How have you been? You look great. Good to see you too, Ken. Yeah, I remember that as well, even though I've tried to burnish that whole <laughs> Instant from my memory, but uh, yeah, it, it's unbelievable how time really flies. I was asking uh, J Mart before I came in today. I said, "How long have you been in this building?" Because we used to be yeah over on uh, Palm Beach Lakes, and uh, it just it, it's already been here three or four years, and I uh, just can't believe how fast everything goes by. But it is great to be here. Great to be with both you guys and talking draft again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, again, the NFL draft party is going to be Thursday night. That's Ron one of the NFL draft. This is at the Paddock Restaurant, and if you haven't seen it, it is it is beautiful, and it is great. Uh, PBKC. Uh, and I think that there is um, some people may wonder just because you know oh, the the dogs aren't there anymore what 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 is is pbkc now and it's fully open like everything's functional right yeah well, i mean we still have poker we still have simulcasting obviously we're trying to do some of these events the, the nfl draft party mm-hmm. being one of them that we normally would not have been able to do uh in the past because of dog racing and that's the main show well with dog racing gone now we have this facility like you mentioned seats over 400 people yeah. in there uh but with the covid and stuff we're trying to be respectful of that so we're not going to full capacity but at the same time we have this great meeting space and uh restaurant and uh, you know we're thinking of all kinds of things we can do in there so we've already done like a saint patty's party we've done a super bowl party we've done 
Uh, you know, we're going to do a Mother's Day thing in there. We did Easter. So any of these kind of events that we can put off, pull off and, and, and put on in that uh, facility, we're going to do. So, yeah, the track's open. Uh, we've got poker. We've got simulcasting. And we're going to do these special events as many as we can. Uh, not only now, but into the summer, and especially once we get back into the fall. I can't wait to be there. Again, Thursday, 6 to 7, we'll be broadcasting live. Uh, and starting tomorrow, again, know your draft here on Ken Levick Live. Your chance to join us, gambling voucher as well. And check out what is, uh, if you don't win, know your draft, you can still be out there. And uh, this is what is going to be uh, offered at this draft party. This is big time. The doors open at 5. Then there is the main attraction, uh, me and uh, Coquel 6 to seven uh and then some guy santonio holmes is uh gonna hang out and speak uh starting at seven as well but uh it'll be good to see santonio again uh the uh, the glade central legend the steelers legend the champion and then the draft begins at eight o'clock buffet dinner twenty seven ninety five per person total steel you got soft pretzels the chicken wings pigs in a blanket pierogies of course there's pierogies there come on pizza and a whole lot more there's the tiered seating if you've been to pbkc paddock restaurant you know what i'm talking about if you uh, this is going to be your first time there trust me when i tell you it's excellent and there's not a bad view anywhere of the jumbo uh, screens that are going to be at pbkc 146 additional tv monitors so there's not going to be anywhere you're going to be where you're not going to be able to see full-fledged what's happening with the draft and a chance to win a trip for two to the nfl draft next year in vegas this is round trip airfare hotel tickets to the event two tickets to an upcoming steelers home game as well so you can't beat this call 561-683-2222 extension 199 reserve your spot i'll give that number several times before we wrap up here with uh with pat rooney jr so pat um trevor lawrence you uh, are a clemson alum i know you watched uh, probably every snap of trevor lawrence's clemson career or damn near close to it uh he's going to go number one he's going to go to jacksonville uh i sort of got why some people got on him a bit for the hey i just can't manufacture a chip on shoulder like i get it i appreciate that i like that he can separate quarterback from life and understands it's not end all be all but i did get where like the jaguars would say trevor dude we're trying to put together season ticket packages around you like just could you have said that after we drafted you what did you make of all that well i you know i i applaud him number one for being honest i i, I think in today's society a lot of times we do we want to manufacture you know false you know enthusiasm whatever you want to call it <laughs> so in a weird way i give him credit for answering answering a question yeah uh you know honestly but i absolutely get what you're saying you know he's he's being brought in to sell tickets jacksonville has nothing going for them that team's been decimated from the team that went to the afc championship game a few years ago they need support they need some help they need people coming butts in the seat so to speak so i i do understand from a marketing standpoint that but uh you know, my, my quick impressions of Trevor, and, and just like you said, I've gone to several games. I've seen him a lot on TV. I think he's going to, obviously, I think he's going to be an outstanding quarterback. The only thing that gives me any kind of pause with him at all, and you're, you're going to be able to nitpick with anybody in this draft on, on several things, is, and again, this is very, very small. He won one championship game. This guy had talent, and he had talent around him to win four times, or twice anyway. If you remember, he got to the championship game against LSU a couple of years ago. LSU, obviously a dominating, very good team with Joe Burrow. And they were up 17-7, and then just nothing happened. LSU ran them over. Last year, they're playing in the semifinals against Ohio State, a team that they've beaten a lot in similar situations. And again, COVID you know, ravaged Ohio State for a good chunk of the year. Ohio State, I'm not blaming this all on Trevor Lawrence, at one point scored six straight touchdowns, I believe. Yeah. Again, not, a, not even a close game. I always look for, especially at the quarterback position, that extra little element of winning, like winning in the big spot. Now, he did it three three years ago against Alabama and probably one of the biggest spots that there is, a very good Alabama team, and beat them soundly in the AFC, in the uh, championship game. But I, that's it. And, and I know, again, I know it's nitpicking, but um, I, I would have liked to have seen him win at least one more national championship going into the NFL with that feeling of, hey, this guy's got everything. Besides the, the body and the arm and the mind, you, you want that little extra intangible of, hey, in the big game, I, I want the ball in his hands. And I didn't see that specifically against that LSU team. That, that, that's the only thing that would bother me. If I'm the GM of 
Jacksonville, am I taking him? Hell yeah. But (laughs) I'm just talking about long-term. I want to see that Tom Brady, I'm not losing no matter what uh, type of uh, player. Man, Coquel, Pat Rooney Jr. has been spoiled by Dabo. Listen listen to Pat Rooney Jr. I could have liked one more national championship. Unbelievable, Prune. Do you think, though, the lack of the saying chip on his shoulder is that everything has come so easy? For him, you know, because he was the top recruit out of high school. He was the top recruit out of college. So, like, how is he supposed to say he has a chip on his shoulder if no one's ever doubted him before? I think that's an excellent point. You're right. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of guys come out of hard scrabble type situations, whether it's in a personal life or they're battling somebody else that that uh, you know is on the same team them in in uh, college or even high school, and they, and they always feel like they have to prove themselves. And he was given the keys to the car right off the bat, and and again, he won. Uh, early, so yeah, I, I do understand that. Hey, life's great; it comes easy to me. Why? Why do I feel like I have to be mad at somebody uh, to get motivated? So I think that's an excellent point. Now, again, when you're going to Jacksonville, I don't care if you're Johnny Unitas at, at your prime; you're going to go through some tough years here before you know they get all the pieces around him that they're going to need. So he's going to find adversity real quick that he probably hasn't had in a while, and let's see what kind of motivating factor that is for him. Uh, next Thursday, NFL Draft Party, Paddock Restaurant at PBKC. Go to pbkennelclub.com and buffet dinner. We've got the jumbo screens, 146 additional TV monitors, the best place to watch the NFL Draft. Myself and Kukel will be out there, special edition of Ken Levick Alive 6-7. to seven. Call 561-683-2222, extension 199, to reserve your spot. That's 561-683-2222, extension 199. Real quick, leading up into the draft, is there uh, with the Steelers pick sort of a uh, a Rooney family text thread. How does this work in the Rooney uh, Rooney family? There's no actual text thread, Ken. I, I I have no real say in it at all. I just kind of am surmising that they're going to go offensive line. Yeah, I think there's going to be one of the top five six O linemen at 24, and we desperately need help on on the offensive line. We're going to need help on the defensive line probably pretty soon too. But the O line's been decimated. We lost Pouncey. We're probably going to lose Villanueva. Uh, we lost one of our other sort of backup guys that played a lot, Matt Filer. So we're we're in desperate shape on the O line. Uh, we also need you know tight end help. We need running back help. We probably need another cornerback. So there are other options there. But it, if one of those linemen's there, I, I just would be hard pressed to imagine that we wouldn't go that route. Pat, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh, next Thursday. Can't wait to be at the Paddock Restaurant. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Without question. So, again, join myself in Coquel and Santonio Holmes. Santonio Holmes is going to be there. He's going to be hanging out. He's going to be speaking. Uh, we are all going to be at the NFL Draft Party, the Paddock Restaurant, Palm Beach Kennel Club, PBKC, pbkennelclub.com next Thursday, and your chance to win a trip for two to the Vegas NFL Draft 2022. That's Round Trip Airfare Hotel. Tickets to the event, two tickets to an upcoming Steelers home game as well. Again, here's the number to be a part of it, 561-683-2222, extension 199, to reserve your spot. Thanks to Pat Rooney Jr. for coming by. Coquel, I'm Ken Levicka. We'll do it tomorrow. Ken Levicka live on ESPN 106.3.